0: Hey guys, Bethany here. Just wanted to hop in real quick and kind of let you guys know what's going on. Nothing major. Kristen and I just really struggled to try to get our schedules matched up this week to be able to record. It's weird with this quarantine stuff. You'd think it'd be easy. We wouldn't have anything else going on, but trying to find a time where we were both available to get all of our audio stuff set up and record just didn't quite happen this week. So we are going to re-release another episode this week like we did a few weeks ago. This week is the second part of the six men you want to date episodes that we did way back in season one. We re-released a the first part of this a couple of weeks ago. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to the first half and then pop back over here for the second half. We are going to be recording tomorrow, so we will get a couple of episodes done, and we will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. And we also have in the queue for the this... And we also have, at some point this season, we're going to be doing a kind of follow up episode to these, except it's going to be the six men you do not want to date. So get caught up on these and then stay tuned for the rest of the season and you'll hear the, the flip side of this, I guess you could say. And then as always, as we've been doing throughout this stay at home time is we will be live on Instagram on Friday. We're going to be doing couch cast and taking questions over there at 7pm Eastern Standard Time. So if you don't follow us on Instagram already, head over there, LFTM underscore podcast, give us a follow, and we will see you live on Friday. But for now, enjoy the episode.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, a Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We are just two single girls trying to figure out how to date well as Christian women. And we're really excited
0: that y'all have joined us for another episode. Yes. But before we get started, very important topic I need to bring up. Oh, God. I've run out of things to watch on Netflix. Oh, my word. I need something new. Priorities, people. Exactly. You're joking. I take this seriously. Netflix now, is not something to joke. Y'all about. can send us recommendations too, because I really I need a list. I'm like out of stuff. My so yeah. What are you watching? I am
1: watching. So my roommates and I have been watching Nailed It, which is a Netflix oh, original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so funny, and it makes you feel really good about yourself. <laughs> I feel like I could be a contestant on that show.
0: Yeah, probably. Because I would my, laugh a lot. My my Pinterest. Aspirations are like so high, but I try things and I'm like, yeah, that's not what that looked like
1: before. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen it, just to give you a little recap, basically there are three contestants, it's a baking show and they are given this extravagant example of a baking project and they have to replicate it in
0: one to two hours. I can't remember how exactly. No, I will say those shows are kind of ridiculous because they're basically like, hey, here, can you go figure out quantum physics and oh by the way you have 12 minutes to do it right like really yeah I mean the
1: last episode I saw they had to make the a model of the solar system with cake pops oh my which looked super cool by the original but not this (laughs) yeah and they probably don't even let you eat any along the way either no they don't let you eat but the judges have to eat it Oh. So they judge you not only based off of how it looks, but how it tastes. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I
0: want to be on that. But yeah. I'll watch it. Okay, I'm going to yeah, watch that. Definitely. I'll report back how I how I think yeah. of it. Y'all should check
1: that out. Cool. It's a fanta- the, the host is a little loud and kind of obnoxious, but she's really funny. So also. she's kind of like
0: me, and I'll feel right at home. Sure. We'll just go with that. <laughs> we can cut that out. That was very funny. <laughs> okay.
1: So getting back to... More serious topics,
0: maybe. Not that Netflix isn't serious. (laughs) One thing I was thinking about, Kristen, we probably should have mentioned this in part one of this episode even, but we're talking about these men that you want to date and the qualities that they have that you should be looking for. And we realize none of these are inherently spiritual qualities. I think we just kind of took it as a foregone conclusion that we were talking about Christian men here. But we wanted to clarify that... All of these things we're talking about don't really matter if the guy you're dating isn't a Christian. We're taking into account that the men we're talking about are Bible-believing Christian men who are daily seeking to follow Christ and are in the Word and lining up with Scripture and seeking to grow deeper and deeper in their relationship with Him. Then narrow it down by looking for these other qualities. But if that's not there, these other things don't matter and it's kind of a non-issue. So we just wanted to clarify that to make sure... We were clear in what we really meant when we're talking about these different qualities.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm really glad you brought that up because we want to make sure that's always the first thing you're looking for is that a guy has a relationship with Jesus and then all these things will fall into place right. after that. Okay, so let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Okay. have just said talk a lot, but we're just going to go with it. It's so what we do around here. It's very true. That's talk. That's what, kind of the point. <laughs> So, if you have not listened to last week's episode, go back and do
0: that first before you come listen here. Otherwise, you're going to probably get a little confused. I mean, one, we're hilarious, and you should go listen to it again. Two,
1: we talked about confidence and arrogance, and you would know that Bethany just portrayed arrogance. That was
0: a test. Good job. You passed. Thank you. I appreciate it. But, (laughs)
1: last episode, we differentiated between boys and men. Yes and started this list we made of six men you should look to date. So we talked about the first two last week. Today we're going to give you four more. And so, since I've just talked for the last five minutes, uh, we're going to talk about man number three, which is the man who's selfless. So since I
0: clearly don't know anything about that, (laughs) Bethany, why don't you start that off? Yeah, goodness, I thought you forgot I was sitting over here. (sighs) So sorry. (laughs) No, in all seriousness, you do want to date a man who is selfless. All he ever thinks about and talks about is himself. Ugh. That's all I have to say about that. Oh, goodness. That's a great reaction. <laughs> um, self in conversation. Does he ask about you and your life? Now, this is a two-way street here. Right. You shouldn't sit there and expect a guy to only ever ask you about your life. He's going to talk about himself, and that's normal and obviously. But if that's all he talks about, he never seems to have a care at all about what's going on in your life, that is not going to build a strong relationship.
1: Not at all. Or even does he just talk about other people in his life instead of just himself? That's another telling. Not to say that it's always got to be about you. I mean, that's wonderful when a guy seems interested in us and asks questions. But even it's like, oh, hey, my parents or my brother or my friends or something along those lines. Yeah, he
0: remembers things you've told him. Oh, that's a big one. (laughs) That's a
1: big deal. Yeah.
0: Um, But then too, someone who's selfless when planning for the future. Someone who actually thinks about, even if it's not you specifically, who has thought about a wife and family and the future and what that looks like. You want someone who can selflessly do that and think about that and put himself in that situation of how to function and lead a family well. Yeah,
1: and you don't just want a guy who plans his life and then figures out how you're going
0: to fit into it. Right, you want it to be a joint effort yeah he cares enough to say what do you think what do you want and you plan that together if a guy just waltzes through life never looking past the nose on his face (laughs) you're in trouble (laughs) you want him to see further into the future than his own nose oh absolutely depending on how big his nose if it's a really long nose then okay maybe but another big point is how does he treat his current family that's a huge not not just how does he plan for a future hypothetical family but How does he treat the one he has now, his parents, his siblings? Is he looking for their well-being? Is he involved with him? Is he pursuing relationships with them? Because if he doesn't do that now, he's not going to just suddenly decide that's a good idea once you're in a serious relationship or married. If he's not putting forth the effort and displaying that pattern now, he's not going to later. That's so true. That's so true. Okay, so we've talked about the selfless man. Let's move on to the man who is teachable. This is a big deal to me.
1: I feel like this should be a big deal to a lot of people because it's so, one, refreshing because I feel like this may not be the most common trait, Mm. but it's really attractive when a guy realizes that he doesn't know everything. So he's actively seeking out other people, older, wiser men in his life for guidance, for accountability, for advice. I am a huge proponent of that. I know that's been a really big deal in my life is having mentors. And if I hear that a guy has done the same thing, that says a lot about him, I think. Yeah. And two, one thing I want to touch on is kind of what Bethany said a second ago. Does he value advice and guidance from his parents, whether they're
0: believers or not? Sure, I mean, just because someone has unbelieving or not Christian parents doesn't mean they don't know anything. Yeah. And if he just writes them off completely because they're not, they don't have the same belief system that he does, I think that's a little short-sighted and a little arrogant, really, to I think, think that so he just too. knows better across the board. I think so, too. Because
1: at the end of the day, they're still his parents. Right. And... Also, we are called to love one another, not love believers only. This applies
0: to your family even more so a little bit, I feel Yeah, well, and whether your parents are Christians or not, they are the parents that God gave you. It's very true. And you are to respect your elders and respect your parents. There's no little asterisk that says if they're Christians too. Now, sure, you're not going to follow their advice to the point of sin ever, But they're your parents, they are older, they are a stage or two ahead of you in life, and they do have valuable insight and guidance that shouldn't just be written off. So if a guy is just writing that off completely, that should be an indicator that maybe he's not a super teachable person.
1: That's very true. And on the other side of that, if a guy doesn't have a good relationship with one or both of his parents... Is he even more intentional about seeking out mentors? Is he willing to listen to these people in his life for that kind of guidance and direction that he may not be able to get from his parents based on whatever circumstances? And that's really something to look for once you kind of learn the dynamic of the guy's family that
0: you're interested in. And I mean, we talked about in an earlier episode that first date theology quiz where you sit down on a first date and just grill a guy these aren't questions that you would necessarily want to just fire at him you know no, rapid probably not. fire on a first date of <laughs> you know how many mentors do you have and what do you how often do you meet with them and all of these things but you'll see <laughs> over time if he puts forth time and effort into those relationships because where a guy puts his time is what he values so if he values that advice and that guidance and is actively learning from them and is teachable That goes a really long way. No guy's going to be perfect in any of these categories, too. Any of these things we've talked about, you're not going to find a guy who is a 10 out of 10 at all of them. Mm -hmm. So I think more important almost than even looking for these, well, not more important, but of equal importance, is looking for a guy who is genuinely lining his life up with Scripture and the commands of God, and when he messes up, He is sensitive to the conviction of the Holy Spirit in his life to come and apologize. Evaluate where he stands and where he's messed up and come and apologize or ask for forgiveness or just say, hey, I need some accountability in this or I need some help in this. And then you see genuine sanctification and growth in his life as the Lord leads him. Because if that's there, all of these other things you can trust that the Lord will work out in his life over time, even if he's not particularly awesome at them right now. You're looking for that molding into Christ's image to become more and more of those things.
1: Yeah, you're really just looking for someone who doesn't have a prideful attitude or demeanor. Someone Mm -hmm. who is sensitive to being taught and to being convicted first by the holy spirit and then by all these
0: godly people that
1: he has around him
0: because god will use those people that's part of why it's so important we're meant to live in community whether it's with our i mean with our families first as we're growing up and then with the church and friends and all that we're not meant to be alone so is he seeking that as a regular part of his life but remember ladies We should be doing these things, too. It's not a one-sided game we're talking about here. Not at all. Um, We should be trying to find that accountability and the mentors in our lives, too, as we walk our own path of following Christ. Definitely. I could not
1: agree more. And really, that applies to all of the things we're talking about here, And Bethany and I have talked about this before. I will never forget someone telling me one time, Kristen, look at the list that you have for your future husband and see how well you measure up to it yourself. And that was so (laughs) convicting to me to think, okay, if I'm going to try to hold a guy to this standard, then I should be able to hold myself to the same one. So no matter what we're talking about, this episode, the last one, a lot of things we'll talk about on this podcast, you should be able to kind of – self-reflect and be like, am I doing these things? Yeah. Am I striving for these qualities? Am I making effort
0: in these areas to develop these parts yeah. of myself? It's really easy for us to say, oh, I want all of these things in a guy and not do them. So, ladies, if you don't see these things in your life or you're not willing to put in the work to cultivate these qualities, I would go so far as to say you probably don't need to be trying to find a guy. You probably don't need to be dating. You probably need to be... Focusing on those things instead. Absolutely. So the next guy
1: we're talking about, man. Why do I keep saying guy? (laughs) The next man. Man number five is the man who thinks. Bethany is really excited to talk about this one. I am. So I'm going to let her kick it off.
0: (laughs) I, okay, I don't mean literally someone who's able to just physically sit down and think. I'm talking about can he make decisions and life choices for himself. And I don't mean independent of scripture. I'm meaning like taking that into account. But can he sit down and do that himself? It may, it sounds so simple. But goodness, this is a big deal. Such a big deal. It's not a material thing. I don't mean like, does he have a good job or the perfect job or, you know, does he live at home? Okay, fine. Does he not? Like there's plenty of people who live at home who really think for themselves and there's plenty of people who live out on their own who can hardly tie their shoes. Right. And I mean, I know we live in a millennial culture. I lived at home for oh, a long time. But we both did really. And so it's not like a material checklist. It's, uh, have you created a pattern in your life of thinking for yourself critically?
1: Absolutely. I mean, goodness, that
0: was the one thing growing up. My dad told us more than anything else. I think well, it, we'd ask a question and he'd say, well, I don't know. What do you think? He never just answered the so much. But it was so helpful. It was. And that's one of those things when you're growing up you just assume all dads are like that. That everybody gets asked that all the time, but they don't. And so we were taught from a very young age to think for yourself. Reason through a problem and come up with it, you know, and he would always make us come up with a, an answer or a solution ourselves and then he would work through, okay, well no, this is the right answer or this is why that wouldn't work or whatever. But it developed those patterns of thinking for yourself. And that, I think that's why that's carried over for me as such a big deal, is you don't want to date a child (laughs) who can't think for themselves.
1: Not at all. Or who thinks thinks what he thinks because other people think it. And that's something we talked about last episode when we did the boy versus man breakdown, is that boys care about what others think, whereas men care about what God thinks. And this is huge when it comes to making decisions because... If a guy is deciding something based on what he feels like God is leading him to do or what he's instructing him to do based on scripture, that's huge. That's a yeah. big deal. And that's a great thing to see a guy do. However, on the other hand, if he is making a decision based on trying to please his parents, or he's trying to line his thinking up with all his friends, or you know, fill in the brain like or even doing something because You Uh say that he should, or it's the way you think. Yeah. That's not
0: ideal. Sure. And, I mean, those things are okay when prioritized correctly, which is a huge critical thinking skill, too. Being able to prioritize things and say, okay, number one is, what does God say about this? And then once that's been established, then, sure, there may be some freedom of decision there based on friends and you and all of those things, but prioritizing... God overall is important. Um, I mean, I would say stay away from a guy who is paralyzed at the thought of making a big decision or who just follows along with whatever's going on in society without thinking for himself. Someone just kind of gets pushed along, shuffled along with the whims of society. You're in trouble because that's a huge factor when you're thinking about potentially starting a family down the road or even um, just getting into a more serious relationship. If he can't make a decision, and I'm not talking about where to go for dinner. Who cares? No, no. (laughs) I'm talking about big life decisions. If the thought of doing that just absolutely paralyzes him, then you need to reconsider, I think. Um, And especially at the beginning of a relationship, when you're talking about faith and values and beliefs and you're setting that foundation, if you're dating someone who's just the me too guy, or I agree all the time, but doesn't really put thought into those things for himself, then you might be setting yourself up for a pattern later on down the road that's going to come back and be a problem. So dating Absolutely. a man who thinks is huge. Yeah.
1: Well, and just from a practical standpoint, one thing uh, Bethany's really encouraged me to do is when I'm at the beginning stages of a relationship with a guy and we're starting to talk about what we believe about certain things or what we value, you be the one to ask him first sometimes. And get him to articulate his own thoughts and beliefs before you just say everything you believe, and then he can just say, oh yeah, I feel the same way. Right. We're
0: quick to, or at least I am, jump in, and I love to talk and just say everything I'm thinking, but you want to let him do that some too, um, and kind of draw that out of him, because we tend to be more verbal as women across the board. Yes. (laughs) And so... Give him the opportunity to do that uh, by asking those open-ended questions. Not saying, oh, I think X, Y, Z. What do you think? Yeah. Because more likely than not, he's just going to say, oh, yeah, me too. So give him the opportunity to really put those words out there. Speaking of words, that kind of goes right into our last guy, man. Uh, oh, now I'm doing it, dude. I know, I'm rubbing man off Man number you. six, and this kind of brings all of the others together into one is the man who talks.
1: Bethany is so good at this so you think she'd be talking (laughs) about this entire one but I'm it's one of my favorite hobbies leave me alone. (laughs) It is It's it's probably good you're doing a podcast if that's the case. Basically when we say this we think you should want to date a man who can take all of the qualities we have talked about up until this point and formulate them into a coherent conversation and not only can but will.
0: That's a big It is. It's a a key distinction, though, I think.
1: Yeah, because you want to talk about more than just service-level topics. You want to get into conversations where you can tell, oh, hey, he is really confident in what he believes and how he lives his life, and he is selfless by the way he talks to me and the way he treats other people, or he's teachable, and he had this conversation with his mentor the other day, or all of these things you're going to be able to figure out when he is able to articulate
0: everything else we've talked about into a conversation with you. Yeah, and it's more about communicating well. It's not the number of words he says or the number of letters in the words. They don't have to be big words. He doesn't have to be this, you know, great public speaker. But can he sit with you one-on-one and carry on a conversation and put his thoughts and feelings into words? It may take time. You know, it may take half an hour to have a conversation, but that's all of those are okay. He doesn't have to be... This super gregarious, outgoing, talking all the time person. But can you carry on a conversation, the two of you communicating with each other, you know, to the point that you're clear on what he believes and what he values and where you stand with that relationship? Because those things need to be defined. Now, don't have the define the relationship talk every two weeks. Hashtag DTR. (laughs) Trust him with what he says until he... Gives you a reason not to. Once you've defined it and you know where you stand, leave it be.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't
0: hash it out yeah, all the time. Or you're going to make him think time. you're
1: needy. Yes. Or you're insecure about the relationship. And if you are, then that's that's a, that's a different, different issue that thing. you may need
0: to talk through. Yeah. This isn't just talking for the sake of talking. It's talking with a purpose in mind. And once you've accomplished that purpose, leave it. leave it be.
1: So well said. I feel like I say that every time you say something. But <laughs> it's so true. Okay. So let's recap and list all of our guys. All the guys. I bet you don't know them all. I bet I do. Okay. Okay. I'm not don't looking at look. my notes. Okay. A guy who is confident, mm-hmm. a man who's confident. Yes. A man who's confident, a man who leads. Yes. A man who is selfless, mm-hmm. a man who's teachable. There, the last three are T's. Yeah. Teachable. Mm, talks is the last. Thanks. Yes. Thanks you is the got other this. one. Ding, I got ding, it. Ding. Good job. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, as we've said before, this list does not cover everything. This is the tip of the iceberg, but it's a lot of things that we value that we think are valuable for anybody who's looking to date. That being said, though, we'd love to know what y'all are looking for in a guy. What are some of the top qualities you? look for when you're interested in a guy or when you're trying to you know see if a guy is dateable Mm -hmm. so go hit us up on social media tell
0: us a few of those things yeah you can slide into our dms and let us know i bet you didn't even think i knew what that meant (laughs) no i didn't
1: (laughs) well i had to google it bethany trying to stay
0: relevant i try to stay cool y'all it is hard it's really hard okay it's what google's for though oh yeah google's my best friend an urban dictionary that one scares me sometimes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> me too. Please don't. Okay.
0: So, yeah. we've been talking a lot about dating. Well, obviously, it's a dating podcast. Right. But, make sure to come back next week, and we're going to actually be talking about waiting. Um, my is... least favorite word in the <laughs> English language. So, there's kind of several different aspects to this. We're going to talk about actively waiting while you're single, and wanting to meet a guy. Ways to make that easier for you. Uh, we're going to talk about waiting... And maybe a prolonged season of singleness, whether it's by choice or not, and just ways to spend your time wisely while you're doing that. Uh, There's a whole host of other things. It's going to be a lot of information. We've got a lot to talk about and a lot to go over. Um, These are kind of things, we've both been in these positions, so these are really things that we kind of wish people had told us or told us sooner as we went through those seasons. So, we've got a lot to cover. Grab a snack. Join us next week. I'll have my Oreos, and I'll be ready, and we can jump in. Or if you're on keto like me, you can grab your celery and blue cheese. Can't you
1: tell how happy I am about it? (laughs) I'm (sighs) trying to feel sorry for you. Yeah, it's fine. It's only seven more days before I go to the beach. You got this. I can do this. All right, guys, that's it for today. Until next time, I'm Kristen and I'm Bethany, and this is Looking for the Middle.